Oh, Josh. I think I found something here. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Do, do you need the? Uh, do you need the toothbrush? Pass me the really small toothbrush. Okay. Oh, okay. Here you go. What? Wait. What? No, this is the industrial fossil brush. What? Uh, what? It's important as a paleontologist to use a really small toothbrush, and it has to be either neon blue or pink. Okay. What bristle softness do you want? You want soft, fourteen, tough, firm, fourteen softness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I have that. Fourteen one. is a good. Fourteen is a good softness. Let me just open up my toothbrush case here. Yeah. Okay. It's important. Well, 13. I think we're missing the 14. Okay, 12. I, I got a 13 and a half. Thir okay. okay, yeah, 13. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, here you go. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> wow. This is definitely a fossil. By the looks of it, it belongs to a Therizinosaurus, characterized by its giant claws. You can tell all that just from the size of the claw. Yep, just from. This is actually the jawbone. Oh. The name Therizinosaurus actually means scythe lizard. What do you think of that, Josh? Well, they certainly had giant size in the form of their claws. Well, that's where they get their name from. Yep. Well, we better get this fossil dug up and bring it back to base camp. Yeah, here, let me take out my chisel here. <laughs> well, we'll have we'll have these other people do it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we better, we better get this fossil dug up and bring it back to base camp uh, where we've parked a certain mobile command center. Yeah. Ooh, would you look at the time? Yeah, so... I think it's about time for content. I think it's about time for some content. This this is going to end eventually. I think it's only a few minutes long. Okay. So, uh... Oh, I, and, think, they, okay. I think they found another right. giant femur or something sticking Yeah, something. Right? It probably belongs uh, we'll to the on same one. Yeah, we'll check on it later. It's time for another uh, 45 of edutainment. Because it is Tuesday again, and that means... Well, we get this fossil dug up and analyzed, it's time to get the content crew together. Content Academy is made possible in part by our sponsor, Brontosaurus Bistro. Fun for the whole family. Well, the Brontosaurus was not real, and just a combination of several dinosaurs put together. Brontosaurus Bistro is real. Oh, look at that. It actually isn't just a combination of different restaurants put together, <laughs> evidently. Brontosaurus Bistro has a very large menu. Of course, there's the Brocky Burger. I think that's Josh's favorite. Oh, I love me a good bron Brocky Burger. Yeah. Uh, there's um, You can get spaghetti with meteor meatballs. Uh, obviously, you can get dino nuggets. Not shaped like dinosaurs, but they get their namesake because they are made out of dinosaur meat, hmm. which is actually a Brontosaurus Bistro invention. A combination. Is that like Beyond Meat? It's no, not exactly, and I wish, <laughs> but it is actually a combination of lobster and tarantula. Oh, Bront yeah, diverse. Brontosaurus Bistro is one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, they have a very large vegan menu, including a giant leaf. It's mostly with different types of ferns, isn't it? Yeah, uh, obviously, when you imagine dinosaur times. Uh, you always imagine those giant leaves, uh -huh. and they actually have those. Oh yeah. So it's so it's just like three or four giant leaves. On no, the it's plate. just one. Oh, it's, it's just one. and it's a big one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a really big. You have to understand, stuff was big back then. That's true. And so I mean, you can only imagine. I mean, okay, so you think of a fly now. Yeah. And Bruiser is probably roughly the size of a prehistoric fly. Right. So just take a normal leaf, which is just a little thing. Scale that up, 
Ah. You've already got this oh. giant... I mean, it's maybe the size of a coffee table. Oh, wow. And you can kind of... It doesn't really fit on the plate. You can kind of fold it over. Yeah, I was going to say... You and it's kind it of something. like... It's kind of like... You know when it's the last day camping and you have to un... The mattress. That tent is never going back in the bag. There's that, but I was thinking the mattress, the air mattress. Oh, yeah, okay. You have to, first of all, get all the air out. Yeah. That doesn't really apply here. But you have to fold it in half. Yep. And you do that giant fold. Uh, and from then, you can kind of, since it has a few layers built up, you can kind of do the uh, fork and knife thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and cut a little thing off. Yeah. Yeah, not much flavor to it. When I order a giant leaf from a restaurant, I like to roll it up and then use it as a straw in my... Hey, uh, that's not a bad idea. My, uh, cup of milk. Of course, it's more of a pool noodle than a straw. It's, yeah, that... And as we all know, there is a scientific limit to how long a straw can be. Yeah, that's true. It's like three feet or something. Uh-huh, yeah. Because so, any longer than that and you don't have enough suction. Yeah, to... except for elephants have it figured out in a completely different way, of course. Yeah, scientists are still trying They're to figure that out. They're still studying that. Yeah. Anyway, today broadcasting from the Content Academy Mobile Command Center in Arizona uh, are Josh and I, and also calling in, we have Georgia. What's up? So, guys. We're at the dig site. Yeah, in Arizona. Dig site alpha. Yeah, uh, and don't be confused by by that very kind of oriental-feeling music. We are in just Arizona. Yeah. So... That was uh, diegetic music also. Yeah. That's just what it sounds like out at the dig site yeah you know i i kind of tried to recreate what it felt like because we kind of recorded that earlier josh was thinking oh what if we well we okay i'm gonna be honest we found we kind of found the fossil already Uh and josh was like you had to rebury it (laughs) yeah yeah we kind of had to we thought well we're doing our last dinosaur episode so maybe we can kind of play it up a little bit yeah. for the you know for the fans for the fans and i will say the show's a lot of fun you know yeah. but uh <laughs> so shortly uh this is the last dinosaur episode so shortly we're going to be taking the dinosaur exam but first what do you say we get into some tech news i've got a few stories oh, so we're just calling it tech news now yes it's not headlines or no stories. it's tech news okay what do you guys think I accept it. Uh, real quick question. Sure. You guys are wearing your your pith hats, right? Your little archaeologists. I mean, I've still got mine on. Yeah. Okay, good. I still have I still have mine on. Um, I also have. This isn't really strictly required for the dig site we're at, but I also have one of those flashlights that hat that attaches to your uh, helmet. Mm, okay. A, a headlamp. A headlamp. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You. That's good to have, especially if you're going underground. Yeah. Um, thankfully, most fossils are found on the surface layer, though, for some reason. That's true. Especially if you're watching a movie or something. I also have a uh, khaki cargo vest. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's with, essential. Filled with various accoutrements. Yeah, that's where you got that the uh, toothbrush case from. Right. Uh, Perfect. Just wanted to make sure you guys were safe. Yeah, yeah we've got it all figured out. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, we've done... Good. This ain't our first dig. Six episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, moving on. I'm going to be honest. This is mostly going to be consumer electronics news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Actress Bryce Dallas Howard spoke about the next Jurassic Park movie having an an exhilarating storyline. Yeah, in this one, the dinosaurs will eat people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. BDH. 
She's, um, maybe she gets a co-write on this next one or something. Hopefully. Yeah, maybe she's kind of talking about her own storyline that she came up with. Yeah. Chess, the game, the board game, if you can call it that, chess, is blowing up on Twitch. That's right, chess. But, what does the horsey do again? (laughs) It always confused me which pieces the horse could move through. Can he just move through you any piece? You can move piece? through it. It's Yeah, I can move through any piece. Okay. No, it can only move through the rook, and if a <laughs> pawn is on its second move, it can move through that one. Oh, okay. And depending on uh, which side of the Missouri you're on, it can move through the queen. Oh. Every other turn. Every other turn? Yeah, so it depends on kind of the rule set you're using. Kind of east coast. I mean, sometimes... I'm just going to be honest. East, East Coast, they're not going to take that shit. <laughs> no, here's a question. Oh, what East if, Coast straight rules. What if I'm... Straight rules are a completely different beast, so, Georgia. So I, of course, play by the East Coast, east of the Missouri. Yeah, that's where we live. Playing someone on via Twitch online. Online. And they're on West Coast. Yeah. So they we each have to follow our own rules there? Well, it's actually... It's actually quite confusing, but actually it's very simple Is because online chess system? online chess has its own set of rules. Oh, and in okay. those rules, the horsey... So, I'm just going to come out and say I do know what the horsey does. It can move in an L shape. Uh-huh. But if you're doing online rules, that gets thrown out the window. The horsey can move in a W shape. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, it's kind of like a zigzag. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the many online rules. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. When you think about In that. online chess, there's also a mana system. Oh, Which kind okay. of, it makes things interesting. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, if you play chess a lot, you're not used to the game having a resource. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, let's see here. Oh, a new Siri feature makes it easy to record police. And being police... Uh, makes it easy to eat donuts. <laughs> That's a topical one. Uh, Relevant. Yeah, new Lego Mario sets. Have you heard about these? Just Lego yeah, Mario? Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, new Lego Mario sets will help bring uh, Nintendo magic to life. The new Mario and his friends set will reportedly cost 10 giant gold coins. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, I don't really understand those Mario Lego sets. It's interesting. Because, like, all it's it is... It's kind of like a board game. It kind of is, but, like, they act like it's supposed to be, like, you're playing a game, mm-hmm. but really you're just holding the Mario figure yeah. and little b- bouncing him yeah. on the little Yeah, and you make sound blocks. effects and stuff. I ma- I can only imagine it's a lot different if you're a kid. That's true. If you're, like, three well, years old, Well, you know, that is, like, how you play with toys. That's true, though, actually. <laughs> it's been a while. Friend. Yeah. Maybe it's been a while. That is actually how you play with Usually you make your own sound effects. You pick up a little action figure and you're like, do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. He's walking along. You know what? You're right. You know what? Yeah, he sold me on it. I'll be ordering the entire collection. (laughs) Yeah, set me up up with that Mario and his friends set. Yeah. Need to see how many giant gold coins I have. (laughs) Elon Musk tweets that Tesla will have to postpone its annual shareholder meeting. Probably because he had another baby, and he needs to stop by the baby name office to name it something really silly. Am I right? His name, his son's name do be silly. Oh my gosh. Disney 
is wrestling with its history of racist movies on Disney Plus, uh, including the movies Lady and the Tramp. Mm. I'm sure you're familiar. There's a part in Lady and the Tramp with a very racist, uh, racist Asian stereotype. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Dumbo has something. Never seen that one. Uh, you never seen Dumbo? No. What's racist about it? There's these, uh, I think, three crows. Okay, yeah. all right. They're supposed to be like black minstrels. I see. Kind of. Yeah. There's also, in Lady and the Tramp, there's kind of a racist portrayal of the Italian guy at the restaurant. There are a few in that yeah, one. Because, I mean, he serves spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Bit on the nose. There. Yeah, a little bit on the nose. That was the first thing I thought of until I remembered from the back of my memory bank all of those Simon's cats that were terrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, apparently, yeah, yeah. Anyway, apparently Disney isn't wrestling with its history of bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of those are on Disney+. Plus. That's right. Yeah. A solar Eclipse. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something about that, Josh? Uh, yeah, there's just too many to count. Yeah. And, I mean, too many racist movies to count, too. Yeah. I mean, there's also Darby O'Gill and the Little People. You remember that Is one? Is that one both bad and racist? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So there's a little bit of an overlap. There's actually probably a lot of overlap there. There is. Yeah. Not need to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. A solar eclipse is set to block out the sun for most of this weekend. And this is actually... Uh, we're recording it. We're recording this on the day that this is going to happen. So oh. it's not really news by the time you listen to this. Um, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard about this then. You're hearing Is about it now. Clips? Yeah. Okay. This uh, is why consumer news, electronics news, is so important. Exactly. Yeah. So I can learn about the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a solar eclipse, like I said, is set to block out, um, block out um, the sun for most of this weekend. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A solar eclipse is set to block out most of the sun for some of this weekend. So it's okay, it's not going to block out the sun for the whole weekend. Sorry, Obviously, we'd be able weekend. to tell. Yeah, we'd be able we to tell by now. Yeah. It's just going to block out most of the sun for some of the weekend. A little bit of confusion oh, okay. there. <laughs> like, okay. around s- some of the weekend means around, like, a minute and a half. Uh, iOS 14 is rumored to have a feature that will allow your phone to be used as a key fob for your car. That actually seems very useful. Um, so, in competition with Apple, KeyOS 14 will have a new feature that allows your key fob to send text messages. <laughs> you just like tap the lock button. Yeah, in something. Morse code yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, something. And. It's important to note that they've only gotten up to KeyOS 2. You don't have to send out a lot of software updates for a piece of metal. That's true. So they're 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 trying to rush through updates to get up to 14 to match with <laughs> iOS 14. Yeah. So in competition, roughly kind of the same day, KeyOS 14 will release the same time as iOS 14. You know, I could never get Face Unlock to work on my key. <laughs> Yeah, and unlock doesn't really mean what you think. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a different... It doesn't unlock the car, it unlocks the key fob. Yeah, which, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, AMC theaters, AMC theaters will require guests to wear face masks at locations nationwide, but the clarification that these face coverings 
have to cover your eyes too, leave many in confusion. <laughs> I suppose it's a good business model, right? Because you can't see the movie. So you have to get another ticket to watch it again. But then you still can't see it. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, a little weird AMC. Active Drive Assist is Ford's new hands-free driving aid. This feature will also include automated trips to the repair shop every weekend. <laughs> that one's dumb. It should be daily because it's fix or repair yeah, daily. Yeah, pretty much. Right? F-O-R-D. Yeah, right? and one, one last one. This one's very interesting. A new quantum computer sets the record, just set the record, rather, for fastest on the planet. Reporters say that it'll be able to tell what you eat for dinner tomorrow. It's asparagus stir-fry. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a few kinks to work I, out. Well, some quantum kinks there. Oh, you think that's a kink? Because from what I got was that I have interesting taste. Mm. I mean, asparagus stir-fry. I mean, the conspiracy theorist in me tells me that uh, this quantum computer is being funded heavily by the Big Asparagus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> big Asparagus and Big Stir Fry yeah. are teaming asparagus. up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's it for the... Uh... Oh, I hear Georgia Googling that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, now you have to search for a recipe for Asparagus Stir Fry. Right. Well, it's easy. You just do Stir Fry and put Asparagus in it. Right, right. I guess you're right. Is that how that works? You would know. You can just do that? Huh. You can just do that. Yeah. Just don't let big asparagus tell you otherwise. Yeah. If they want you to buy a specific asparagus wok, you have to use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alright. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The dinosaur exam. I got... Oh boy. Ten questions about the last six episodes. I hope you guys have been paying attention. You can work together. Uh, I don't want to. You don't want to? No. <laughs> I haven't really planned out what we do if you said you don't want to work together. I kind of just assumed well, that you see, would. The thing, the thing is, I it's always, an oral exam. I always tell myself that I will study for the next uh -huh. exam, but I never do. So you want Georgia's help? No, she's wanna, good at these things. I don't want to drag her down. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, it's an yeah. What what you what know. Georgia? It's all about togetherness. Maybe if I'm not confident in the answer, I can just like write down my answer on a piece of paper. Oh, okay. And then slide that <laughs> okay. over to I you. see. Yeah. And yeah, we'll get two separate grades. Yeah. Like I said, this is going to be a strictly oral exam, so I hope you brush your teeth. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> all right. Question number one. Are you ready? Hit me. Yeah. From episode 13, fill in the blank. Today's episode is brought to you by Slippy's Blank, a corded automatic vacuum cleaner slash lawnmower slash pool cleaner. It's the suck bot. Is it the suck bot? Yeah. I think you're right. You're confident in that one? That's it about that. It's all-inclusive. Everything that's on the episode. It's comprehensive. Huh? It yes, is comprehensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Everything's fair game. Right? No, I'm going to go with The exam by. is comprehensive, and the trip that we went is all-inclusive. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Comprehensive is a word. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I forgot, yeah, I forgot to mention, if you guys don't get an 80 or 80% 80 or higher, you have to get eight questions right, you will be replaced into the remedial podcast. So uh, we're just going to follow the script of the last six episodes again. Ooh. And then you'll take summer it again. School. Yeah, exactly. It'll be summer school. Yeah. Man. So what's your final answer, Suckbot? I'm good with it. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, it is, Suckbot. Nice. Good job. Good job, Georgia. Great job, Georgia. Question two. I believe this is from episode 17. Paleontologists from China and other countries have discovered the fossil of a new species of tiny dinosaur that has one unusually long blank. Oh, it's finger, isn't it? Yeah, it's a toe. Well, finger, toe. Specifically, is like a, a avian dinosaur, but yes. Yeah. Yes, dinosaurs. yes. Um, well, dinosaurs have since become birds, so you, know, you could say that I would accept either. But not all dinosaurs are birds. One of those kind of a square kind of rectangle situations. situation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, the correct answer. It was actually Talon, but same thing. Well, Talon, that would refer to just the... Yeah, that'd be know, just the claw, wouldn't it? The, na- the claw part, not the entire... Yes. Yeah, so actually, it appendage. wasn't Talon. And you have answered correctly <laughs> question 2B. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually whether the answer to question 2 was correct or not. So, great job on that. So you might, you might just get 11 out of 10 correct on this one. Wow, extra credit. Question number three. From episode 14, Twitter is rolling out what new feature? Hmm. And as a hint, I can give you the punchline to the joke from that episode. Okay. If you want. Okay. okay. Is it like... Um... Uh, well, one thing that I know that they actually added was you can control who can respond to your tweets. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't think that's what we, we didn't talk about talk that. About. What we talked about was real. Okay. But it wasn't that. I don't know. You got any ideas, Georgia? Well, what was the punchline? The punchline was, so just imagine me setting up the joke here. Right. And then the punchline was... Something along the lines of, we'll see what I think about that on April 14th at 7.53. Oh, it's the scheduling of your tweets. Yes, tweet scheduling. Ah. I mean, maybe. Georgia, what do you think about, what's your answer? <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds like it's... Yeah, yeah it is tweet scheduling. Good job. But, yeah, Great job. About that. Question number four. Who won the Bone Wars? Well... Uh, that's, I feel like that's kind of a trick question. I think, ultimate, I think they, ultimately the Bones won. You could say we all won. Everybody won except the men involved. Yeah. They, they both kind of lost, didn't they? They lost all. One guy died early and the other, um, like, died broke. Late. Yeah. And so the real winners are the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, well, that's correct. The answer I had was... Uh, well, it isn't quite cut and dry, so I will accept that. Question number five. From episode 17, which dinosaur was named after the Harry Potter series? Uh, Dracorx Rex. 
What's the full name? How, uh, Hogwartsia. It's like, oh, it's something Hogwartsia. Yeah. Is this open note? I have my <laughs> Shield your eyes from the notes if you can. Well, too bad. You got... <laughs> you answered the bonus question, so you do have a little bit of spending money. <laughs> we can get three questions wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will give you an extra bonus qu- bonus point, rather, if you can give me both the common name, which is named after the Harry Potter series, and the, I guess, Latin name, the long-form name, which... If you heard it, you wouldn't be able to tell it's named after the Harry Potter series. Hmm. Yeah. But it I does end in Saurus. It does end in Saurus. Yeah. Because I've got the Yadricorx Hogwarts, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, good job. So, uh, Yeah, good job. You can't recall. Okay. <laughs> good job looking at a piece of paper. Ooh, you got it. No, but I said Dracorx before. You did. You actually did before. Like, yeah, I you're right. that to confirm. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do with open note tests. Yeah, that's, that, that is what you're supposed to do. What? Um, but you don't recall the longer name? It, it, there's a the longer name? Well, yeah, it's all one lock, word. They're similar. They're not. And they could actually be the same one. They are the same. same. Just juvenile stage of the pack. Hey, yeah, good job. You got it. Well, hey. So you're at, you're at, um, let's see. Seven points out of five questions. Great job. <laughs> All right, question six. From episode 18, fill in the blank. The smallest known dinosaur uh, is smaller than today's blank. This is one we talked about paperclip. being... This is one we talked about being discovered. Paperclip? You think a dinosaur existed that is smaller than today's paperclip? Well, maybe she means a prehistoric paperclip, which was, oh, to be fair, a little bit bigger, bigger yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> right, oxygen levels, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the oxygen su- oxygen supply to paperclips. The entire world yeah. was basically a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I actually, Alex, can I actually sidebar with Georgia for a second? Oh, yeah, so sure. just, like, put on your headphones or something? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> or take off your, whatever, Here we whatever. Go. Yeah, got it. Okay, Georgia. I think I say we just like totally throw this one and kind of get in his head. What do you suggest? Like we just deliberately get it wrong to mess with him. So, how would that mess with him? How would it not? Uh, well, he's expecting us to get it wrong. Ooh, okay. So maybe we should get it right to mess with him. Yeah. Okay, uh, I like that plan. I, that, that plan okay. is better than so, my plan. So. so I'm gonna go with either like. Um, Wait, uh, we gotta get Alex back in here. Hang on, okay. Alex. Alex, tap. I'm tapping him on the shoulder. Alex. Oh, okay. Okay, we're back. You good. All right, cool. Okay, got an answer. Gonna, what were you gonna say, Georgia? Uh, two paper clips. Two paper clips. Now, do you really remember talking about paper clips in relation to dinosaurs on this podcast during a report that you made? Because <laughs> I do. Well. I didn't say yeah. way less. I said smaller. Small, smaller than. What's something we ta- What's something we talked about smaller than today's? And it's it's not it's not an office supply. It's a real animal. Oh. It's smaller than today's. A hummingbird. 
Yes, good job. Mm. Wow, I'm actually kind of surprised you guys got that one right. Well, hummingbird <laughs> is kind of like the the premier small animal. That's a good size comparison tool. Yeah. yeah. Well, hence the you know, if if a if, if a paperclip weighs a, mm-hmm. a hummingbird could weigh two paperclips. That's yeah. You're you're probably also right. It's because of those hollow bones. Yeah. Yeah. They're just made out of paperclips. Yes. Uh, Question seven. Doing great so far. From episode 15. What does it mean when something is fossilized? That means the bone is replaced with rock. So when something is fossilized, technically what that means is just that it's been um, found by digging. Actually, that's like the term where the fossil comes from. Yeah, but a fossil can be anything from... um, uh, organic material that was replaced or mineralized. It could be the um, imprint of something that existed or the thing itself. So it has multiple definitions. But basically wow. something really old, it has to be older than 10,000 years to be a fossil. Oh. And it literally means dug up from... Wow, great job, George. I'm very impressed. So the act of fossilization... <laughs> I actually have a question for you. Well, I guess I've always had questions for you. <laughs> the act of fossilization okay. is simply something being covered up by some dirt, then? Replay. Well, as I said, if, if we're talking about, like, um, fossilization you... of, like, a piece of bone, that means the, the bone material has been replaced by mineral. Oh, okay. So the yeah. bone has been fossilized. Yep. But then there's, like, trace fossils, like a footprint. So it's not like the foot itself was, you know, found. But it's just the the outline, you know, the shape that it made in whatever the surface was. That has become, you know, a rock now. Man. So, you were just flying through this test, Georgia. Yes. Uh, I may have a doctorate in paleontology. Really? May? Okay. May. Question eight. Also from episode 15, which dinosaur is widely considered to be the ugliest dinosaur? Ooh, that's a I tricky mean, that's one. that's kind of subjective. Well, we ta- what did really we talk about on the like. podcast? Right. Um, I mean, for all account, from all accounts, it sounds like Therizinosaurus was pretty... Is that the one with the really weird teeth? Uh, he had the three-foot-long claws. Okay. Scissor, you know, Edward's mm. hands. Not really striking me as ugly, though. There's one we specifically talked about as being the ugliest dinosaur. Ugliest dinosaur. <clears> hmm. <throat> well, we talked about Therizinosaurus. Is it the Ariadodon? <laughs> no, well, are you getting it's, close? It's, we talked about the Stigmalock, and we talked about Ladumahadi Mafube. Who is not ago. The cool, the coolest dinosaur. Hmm. What if it was? Um, now I can give you a, a little bit of a hint. Okay, give me the. Hint. He was kind of a. He was very ugly, yes, but he was also kind of a troll-like dinosaur. Oh, I think it was the Charanodon. Yes. Yes, great job. It was actually Shiranicus, but I've, oh, al- I've also kind of heard it both ways in the community. Well, Shiranodon is kind of the, the 
uh, um, common name. Yeah. Uh, Sh- <laughs> yeah. Shiranicus is the Latin. Name. Yeah, exactly. I know that's so how it, it works. If it ends in Don, that's relating to, like, dental or teeth. He didn't um, have very... He did have pretty poor teeth. He didn't have so. many. Yeah, and exactly. The ones that he had were not Yeah. Great. So great job, then, correct. Like, cut the, the um, Icus part that would mean claw so it depends he had both it depends on claws? how you're looking at it because <laughs> yeah. i think he had both he All actually right. had teeth for claws also <laughs> okay that explains oh, it shit. question nine name three products that our sponsor the outhouse canning company offers oh well can toilet paper okay can toilet paper is a big one and what did that include yeah. That had water toilet paper and water yeah, for processing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. gotta have that. Uh, the it's just part can. of the canning process. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're all gonna have... Yeah. Uh, the tent in the can. Tent in the can. Uh-huh. And you have to open Remember it away to open from away from Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or open it and throw it like a firecracker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't there, like, a canned trail mix? Uh, canned s'more. Canned s'more, yeah. We did talk about canned s'mores. We didn't talk about canned trail mix, I don't think, but Outhouse Canning Company does have have that, yeah. And it is good. That's not even something they're working on. They have that one. Yeah. Great job. Also has water for processing. Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind (laughs) of, yeah. I would submit that it's not trail mix unless it has M&M's in it. If it doesn't have M&M's in it, then get out. I guess that makes sense. You kind of have to add your own M&M's because there's no kind of, yeah. What if it's, it's just an excuse to eat M&M's. Now, here's a question, though. What if it's a fruit-based trail mix? Because that would make the M&M's not really fit. Well, then you just switch out the M&M's for Skittles, and then it would work. <laughs> right, well, the they're practically Skittles already. What Because I, th- I think tropical fruit. if it's a fruit-based trail mix, you have that's to true. have dried pineapple, and that's your sweet. Oh, Essential. you got it. You got Essential. It. All right, Absolutely. last question here. Which shows were mentioned... As being, as being on the streaming service Nature Zone, which is also a sponsor of ours. We talked about three shows. Obviously, fish exist. <laughs> yeah. It's a great one. Uh-huh. And also, um, extra credit, I'll give, you, I'll give you a half point of extra credit. I think you know where I'm going with this. If you can talk about... The feature. Yeah, the feature. Yeah. It is to the skip, special feature. skip the polar bear segment. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that's very cool about Nature Zone. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so we got Fish Exist. What else do we have shows. on there? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, so they're all on Nature's Own? Yeah. N- now, I think you're saying Nature's Own. It's Nature's, nature's Zone. Own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Are you maybe a little bit hungry? And that's why you're thinking yeah. about Nature's Own right you know, now? You know, I'm thinking about vitamins. That's yeah. <laughs> nature's Own. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a granola bar. Oh, now, that's a nature's val- nature yeah, valley. Nature valley. I was gonna here. say yeah. I was confronted with my own uh, inadequacy recently when I saw an actual ad for Nature's Valley, which I had previously thought was Nature's Own. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But it is in fact Nature's Valley. Okay. Um, there's also Nutri-Grain. That's kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Wasn't there a dinosaur one? I don't know, man. Dinos exist. Was there space exists? <laughs> space exists. Yeah, I think it was fish well, exists, dinosaurs exist, and space Here's the exists. thing. Space well, isn't strictly nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it would be dinosaurs existed. Yeah. <laughs> past tense. Dinosaurs once Although, exist. birds are dinosaurs, so. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> non avian dinosaurs did. Just That's doesn't true. roll off the tongue. I think we may have to use up some of our, uh, <laughs> use up some of our wrong answers here. Yeah. This yeah, is well. This is an all or nothing question. It's not like ten A, B, and C. So. Wait, so if we don't answer it, we fail. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. No. If you don't answer this one correctly, you'll still pass with twelve and a half out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Do we still get the bonus point answer, for the extra choice. feature? Yeah, I'll throw that one in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You you know any of the other two, Georgia? Unless it's space exists. No. Uh, well, there was fish exists. You're correct. There was also one called Lion Yawns. Oh. And Lion there was Yawns. also. Did that jog anything within your. Hmm. Memory. Lion Yawns. Lion Yawns. Fish exists. What's this other one? It. it the is title it like is kind of a. Animals getting eaten. You're very close. The title was a mouthful. <laughs> Just like a baby animal. Yeah, <laughs> baby animal was a mouthful. <laughs> it was baby lizard gets chased by snakes. Oh, oh, yeah. And you'll have to watch that to find out if he gets caught. If he is, in fact, a mouthful. And that's kind of one where, like, it always shows, it has close-ups of the baby lizard and the lizard has its head up all the time and yeah it doesn't really look like it's looking at the snakes but you could you know <laughs> that it knows they're there yeah exactly yeah all right well great job guys you passed not with flying colors but i don't know there was but something flying there yes but you didn't get all the points possible <laughs> so you still passed and we will move on to our next subject next week so great job. All right. All right. Now, the moment we've really all been waiting for. Certainly the moment all of our listeners have been waiting for. It's time for the Georgia Report. Yes. Georgia. We have one more report before we sign off right. on dinosaurs. This is like the post scene. Yeah. And there will be an extra question on the exam after the report is oh, over shit. so don't think well, you're off the hook right. yet <laughs> <laughs> because now instead of getting thir 12 and a half well 13 because of the polar bear question mm -hmm. out of 10 it's possible you might you might just get only 13 and a half out of 11 correct unless this question is sudden death which is nothing. still no I won't do that to <laughs> okay. you so you drop down from like 120% down to like 115% <laughs> out of 100. What if, what if you could do that with your college exams? Like like gamble with a question? Oh, that would be know. awesome. Like, and as a teacher, um, I would always okay, throw I one of those in. <laughs> but if I can answer this one next question yeah. correctly, then I'm going to get 110%. That would be awesome. For the class. For the class. High stakes. <laughs> for the whole class. Yeah. That would yeah. be awesome, Georgia. It kind of turns it yeah. into a I prisoner's think, dilemma I think, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I become, you know, Like the shadows on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that... You're thinking of the ship of Theseus. No, that's completely different. <laughs> anyway, Georgia. 
Please. Right, okay. So today's report is about how did the dinosaurs die? Fitting. Yes. Daddy, how did the dinosaurs die? Yeah. What is that, like, like from that. something? No. Oh, okay. It's from your imagination. All right, Georgia. My twisted mind. <laughs> right, so there's a, kind of a couple different theories um, running around about how the dinosaurs died. And basically, from what I could find, it's not exactly one clear-cut, like, reason. It, was just, it wasn't just one thing. It was kind of a perfect storm of a lot of things. Well, I don't think the dinosaurs but, thought it was perfect. So there was a storm, you said. Perfect storm in that it was perfectly deadly. Okay. Perfect storm like the movie with Dennis Quaid. Yep. Yeah, kind of like that. Which is also but, really um, deadly. Regardless, all non-avian dinosaurs are gone now, and they're gone for some reason. But that event, they're all going extinct, it's called the Cretaceous tertiary event also known as the kt event mm. which made me wonder why is it kt event and not ct event mm. well, it turns out uh the k is the abbreviation for cretaceous that comes from the german word for cretaceous kreidezeit which means uh chalk time huh. uh literally translated kreide means chalk Means time. Not to be confused um, with the chalk so zone. Like, yeah, I was gonna say chalk zone. Same <laughs> right side is way cooler than Cretaceous. Same wavelength. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> right of like side. how pounds is shortened to lbs. Right. <laughs> but then that also made me wonder, why German? Why are we using German? Yeah, why we switch all of a sudden? Period was first defined by a uh, ge- geologist from Belgium named Jean Demalius de Holloway in 1822 so we'll back around there for why it's called the kt event it's because of the germans okay we shall call it the cretaceous period because of all the chalk all right diehard villain okay i mean pretty much i, I mean it was a, there's a lot of chalk that, that's why like, that's not di- that's not my diehard villain voice that's just generic oh okay. german okay got it generic cool. bad guy yeah. <laughs> You want me to play the so, tape fast forward sound effect? <laughs> no, 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 not today. So we did have the KT event, but it was not the first major extinction. Um, we kind of touched on this in an earlier report. I mm-hmm. believe there was the Permian-Triassic extinction, uh, also known as the Great Dying, mm-hmm. which it sounds like it could be a book. Again, I'll say the dinosaurs probably didn't think it was that great. <laughs> Well, great as in terrible, you know, so kind of like terrible lizard. Yes. Yeah. The great dying, okay. um, and this event killed ninety six percent of marine life and and seventy uh, percent of terrestrial life. Damn. So we'll kind of see how that contrasts with what happened in the KT event, um, because with the KT event, more. Uh, terrestrial life was impacted than marine life, hmm. kind of interestingly. If I'm not that, mistaken, but... during the mm-hmm. KT event, didn't it wipe out everything over three inches or something? Um, pretty much everything over uh, 10 centimeters oh, wiped okay. out, unless they were able to adapt and adapt quickly. And that's something yeah, I'll like, talk about as well. Oh, there's a so meteor there's, coming. There's a lot of theories or how this event came back on the mm-hmm. KT extinction event. 
um, including major diseases um, or like small mammals eating more dinosaur eggs mm-hmm. or the dinosaurs were getting too big. Mm. Um, so, you know, there wasn't enough food for them to eat off of. But yeah. most of these kind of have holes in them because like a major disease wouldn't be able to wipe out so many like like across species, yeah. right? Hmm. Yeah. Little mammals wouldn't be able to eat enough eggs effectively wipe out all of the dinosaurs um and dinosaurs getting too big i mean not all of them were that big yes there were huge ones but but it doesn't occur enough right yeah one things um but there's kind of still a lot of that idea floating around um it was a contributing factor you could say there, there were several contributing factors and one of which is we know is you know the asteroid or the meteor that killed the dinosaur it's kind of prevailing theory yeah um this came about um in 1981 when father-son geologist duo lewis and walter up uh discovered a centimeter thick layer of iridium in a dig site in italy and iridium is extremely rare on earth but is common in space Wow. Okay. What is this space dust doing on Earth? Yeah. So they theorized a large meteor collision was the reason that there was all of this iridium. Mm -hmm. Um, At first, of course, it was kind of ridiculed because they couldn't find an impact site, right? Yeah. But the more um, kind of expeditions that were done and more people were opening their minds, more geologists were finding iridium. In more mm-hmm. places, kind okay. of like in the in the same manner that the um, that the Albrechts did. Just like all over and the then, world, or just in Italy? Kind of all over the world. Okay. Yeah. So it was enough to there was something that was enough to leave this layer of iridium almost everywhere across the world. Um, but there was kind of the smoking gun of where's the impact? So, right, if this huge meteor hit the Earth, you know, yeah. So, 1991, the Shiksalab Crater in the Yucatan Peninsula mm-hmm. was discovered. And this was um, one of many theorized impact sites. There's also, like, the multiple impact theory mm. thing that there was yeah. you know, a couple different asteroids. Yeah, we this, discussed but, that. Um, right, but this yeah. is the only one, really, where there's still the, um, the impact peak left and you can actually like if you google pictures it's, it's huge it's pretty impressive uh-huh. it's a 110 mile diameter ring and part of it goes across some land and part of it is as well huh. um the meteor would have struck with 200 million times the force of a nuclear bomb man wow yeah that's a not, lot that's hard to put I in context it's she just did put it in context. It's 200 times Why? more. 200 million times more. Oh, 200 million times more? 200 million okay, times. Okay, that actually is hard to put in context. Yes. The, the comet itself, the um, asteroid, comet, meteorite, whichever you want to call it, they're not really sure what. There's no way to know what. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So the radius um, would be bigger too, right? Well, the... Asteroid itself would have been like six to nine miles wide, which Jeez. like it doesn't sound sixty nine like miles wide. Huge, 
629. Oh, okay. 629 miles wide. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> 10 to 15 kilometers. <laughs> okay. I'm talking yeah. the blast radius, though. I guess the shock wave, how far it traveled. Did that scale right, so up with the... Yeah, if something is striking with this amount of force, it's going to send up a huge dust cloud, essentially. It's going to go into the atmosphere and... Mm. Um, Nuclear winter type deal. It's going to the sun for literally months. Yeah. Afterwards. So, if the sun is being blocked out, and this is kind of where other theories kind of come into play, where it all joins together. So, if the sun is blocked out, that means plant life is dying. It's going to die, right? yeah. Right, and then now these large dinosaurs, these large um, herbivore dinosaurs can't survive because their food sources are being wiped out. Uh For a while there, the carnivorous dinosaurs and those who could scavenge did all right because they've got these huge, you know, dead or weak dinosaurs lying around that they could feed off of. Yeah. They did okay for a while, and then they started dying off. But Mm. uh, anything that was small and could adapt is what survived. So that includes non-avian dinosaurs, so birds, because mm-hmm. this also kind of led me down a road. Like, okay, well, why did certain things survive while the dinosaurs did? Yeah. Well, all of today's birds can be tr- uh, traced back to early, mostly exclusively ground-dwelling birds um, during the Cretaceous period that hmm. would have been kind of the size of a duck. Oh, okay. Because all these tree dwelling ones didn't have good trees to dwell in the ground. So these ground birds were small enough to where they could hide, and they almost like short lifespans, and anything with a short lifespan and high reproductive rate are able to adapt quicker to environments. So oh, they were yeah. quickly able to evolve yeah. to the situation. Same yeah. thing happened with small mammal. A lot of them were probably able to burrow and breed quickly and adapt like, um, you know, that way. And then in the water, um, a lot of saltwater uh, animal life did did die out because, what I understand, the sea life or like sea um, environment is a lot more stable, relatively speaking, than like freshwater. So like freshwater okay. sources experience a lot of variation just within. Mm-hmm. live in a freshwater pond you're gonna have to deal with like your freezing and the temperature change like summer and fall even yeah lifestyle freshwater body you're living in mm-hmm. ocean is pretty much gonna stay the same you know and if it does you're in big trouble because you're not you're not used to it changing so yeah freshwater life actually did pretty okay hmm. as well so um as we get more towards normal we're seeing you'd see a lot of like uh shorter plants emerge so you're getting a lot of ferns no trees yet and then the creatures that were able to survive if they were able to eat off that and um, maybe omnivorous or carnivorous animals were able to scavenge off of ferns this is kind of life crept back into existence really from that point on and we've kind of gone on since then but it's still this kind of multi-layer again perfect storm situation Mm -hmm. where you had this big impact event or possibly more than one impact event 
that wiped out the major players yeah. in the universe huh. and allowed for the, this new generation mm-hmm. of critters to then adapt from there, get mm-hmm. where we are today. So it was just bad luck. Can we just dinosaurs. pour one out for the dinos real quick? Right? Jeez. Man. What a what an what era. Poor luck. What? Very long era. I mean, if you have a crater that big, something's going extinct. Tell me about it, yeah. Something's going to happen. And it's going to be something over 10 centimeters or whatever. Yeah. Or everything, rather. Rather than something. Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess there you have it. That kind of ties a bow around it. Yeah. Is that all you had, Georgia? I mean, it is a deep, deep rabbit hole. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I can only imagine. It is. There's a so many different theories. Yeah. yeah. There's, you know, like I said, multiple impact events. There's, um, yeah, the sea levels are changing. Mm-hmm. Multiple causes, you know, and then you can even go further into, you know, what died and what didn't. I thought it was really interesting that all birds today can be tracked back to pretty much these, like, duck chicken from yeah. the Cretaceous period. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting. And, and now birds are on every continent. Yeah, and have it looks so different. Yeah. It just kind of goes to show you how life can bounce back. And they're back in trees again. Yeah. And they, right. They made it back to trees. So. Yeah. They were probably know, always like, man, I wish trees were here. Got to get back there. Can't wait till trees come back. <laughs> trees are making a comeback. <laughs> so we kind of talked about earlier in an earlier episode about how dinosaurs could come back. Trees came back just fine, right? Mm-hmm. Well, weren't trees kind of different in the in like dinosaur times too, though? Um, I mean, I couldn't say. Probably. I've really done a lot of digging on like, you know, uh, botanical paleontology. Yeah. Mm. You call it. Um, a lot of plants did survive in a way because even if. Um, like the living plants are wiped out if their seeds are buried in the ground and especially if it kind of thing where maybe the soil in certain areas could benefit from like fire events like if forests were wiped out by a fire something's going to grow back yeah the all that soil be becomes oxygenated mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i see it's crazy diversity back then so definitely there were some things that that survived and adapted and you know kind of what we see today i see Another so interesting yeah thing i found is like pretty much all turtles were fine <laughs> yeah. like, turtles were like well just gonna hide i'm not shop. even mad yeah atf all turtles are fine yeah i mean maybe not so much now but yeah that's right because well, they can just kind of go in their shell you can kind of picture a turtle sees a big uh, mushroom cloud. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, uh-oh. And then he goes into his shell. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's kind of a poof of air. Yeah. Because he goes yeah, in so fast because he's like, so scared. When turtles, when turtles go into their shell, it's like a little room in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's reading a book. Chair. And he's in his boxers. He's in his boxers. He's in his boxers. <laughs> <laughs> And when he goes in, because he goes in so fast, the shell kind of rocks a little yep. bit when he uh-huh. goes in there. 
And then right. the meteorite just kind of bonks on the top of the shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so or maybe it whizzes past or something. On our website, I will, pretty soon we should have some shirts up that just says all turtles are fine. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. That. That's good merch right there. Yeah, it's good quality merch. All turtles are fine. All right. And then maybe in parentheses, for now. Take care of your turtles, guys. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think it's safe to say they will be it's fine for the foreseeable future. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, are there turtles alive now that have grown up around dinosaurs? Ooh, probably. probably. Um, they live so long. No, I mean they'd have to be millions of years old. Yeah. Well, genetic memory and all that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 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 they really, you know, got in touch with their like, you know, maybe did some regression hypnosis. All turtles yeah. remember dinosaurs. Transcendental meditation. Right. Yeah. Kind I of mean, an Assassin's Creed thing. Oh, yeah. The closest thing to turtle religion is uh, the the idea that the world is on a turtle's back. Ooh, and so, that it is, in fact, turtles all the way down. Yeah. So. All right. Well, great job, Georgia. Anything else you want to add before we move on? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. That was maybe one of the best Georgia's reports yet, up there with the toilet ghost one. Oh, that one was good. Well, Last we'll week's was also good. Ooh. That would be... Actually, I don't know, because once we start making those, people won't <laughs> want to listen to us bozos. <laughs> so. No, just be... We'll, Doing compilation episodes for whenever one of us is like sick or there's a holiday. Oh, that's, that's a good show. Clip, clip show. show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's for good. our for our Christmas episode, our first Christmas episode, uh-huh. it has to be a clip show of like memories from the year. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Georgia. You're We've welcome. got a lot more content academy coming up, but first. We need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass because we've got a mystery on our hands. Where is this mystery, you ask? Well, where else other than Puzzle Alley? I know, very surprising, Georgia. Why are we doing a test and an... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is that the puzzle? Why we're doing it? No. It could be a puzzle, but it's not the puzzle. It's it's happening and we just have... It's happening and we just have to deal with it. This one is a little bit different from what you're used to. Okay. No, it's not another math question. This one, there is one answer, but it might sound a little bit more open-ended. And I'm going to need a first name to insert into this puzzle because there's a little bit of flavor text. So... Oh, it's like part Mad Libs. (laughs) <laughs> not really because there's only one mad lib and it's just a name so either i can use one of your names or maybe come up with one let's do robert okay great okay the postal service has a strict rule stating that items sent by mail must not be more than one meter long longer items must be sent by private carriers and they are notorious for their expense and inefficiency. Robert was desperate to send his valuable and ancient... Okay, I guess we could do two on second Mad Lib here. What is valuable and ancient that Robert is trying to safely send through the Postal Service? His nana. Well, (laughs) 
Okay, it has to be an object. Oh, an object. Because okay. it's not really a Mad Lib anymore if we know what is. If you know what? If you know what the context is, then it's not really a Mad Lib So anymore. just insert something that could be valuable in ancient. Um, his Nana's fossil. Okay, morbid. Okay. <laughs> Nana's been dead for 65 million years. Okay. Um... <laughs> No, just the turtle. Turtle? Okay. Okay. That's still not really an object, but I think we can let it slide. Right a turtle Alex. fossil? Okay. Um, <laughs> kind of having second thoughts about this. It needs to be something that's... For for the sake of the puzzle, it has to be something that's kind of long. Originally, oh, okay. I said flute. Oh. Flute. What if it's uh, Babe Ruth's baseball bat? Say Perfect. That five, say that five times fast. Okay. <laughs> Much longer than one meter, but K. Actually, that was probably about one meter. I don't know how long baseball bats are. It's actually not quite a meter, probably. Yeah. Robert was desperate to send his valuable and ancient Babe Ruth's baseball bat (laughs) safely through the post. Unfortunately, it was over a meter long. Let's say this one's a little bit longer. It's 1.4 meters long. Okay. That's why he was so successful a baseball player. Right, it was yeah. longer. Uh, he could stand farther away. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was 1.4 meters long. It could not be disassembled as it was one long <laughs> piece of wood. Yeah. Eventually, though, he thought of a way to send it through the Postal Service. What did Robert do? And no, Georgia, you can't just go and ask him. Oh. I think I know. I think I know the answer to this. Really? This is kind of a life hack, in fact. Oh, okay. Go for it. What you do is you write your address in the to space, and then you write where you want it to go in the from space. Okay. So. Oh, oh, right. It's gonna get returned to the return address. (laughs) I haven't heard of that. So simply by switching the addresses. The postal ser- the postal service worker will see, oh, instead of instead of a random random address going to a random address, it's a random address coming from a random address. Uh-huh. So we can just throw out the one meter rule for this one. <laughs> yep. You think that's what that's what you can do? Absolutely. That's not the correct answer. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Though it was a good try. Okay. Hmm. So. He figured out a way that he could mail it. Yeah. And it can't be disassembled. No, it's a baseball bat. Hmm. You can't just twist it up. <laughs> it doesn't... Just fold it in half. Yeah, no. Um... Hmm. I really don't know what to say. Hmm. Can he, uh, can he send it through FedEx? Then? See, there was a little note about um, private mail carriers, and it said that they are notorious for their expense and inefficiency. So you could say Robert was balling on a budget today, and <laughs> maybe FedEx wasn't as efficient as well okay. <laughs> as the U.S. Postal Service. And I, and I gotta say, Robert do be He usually does budget. ball in a budget. He do. Yeah. He do. Uh, so, some kind of 
workaround or loophole has to say. Well, I mean, I suppose he could just, like, have Santa deliver it. I don't think he has any kind. It is around Christmas time. <laughs> <Postal stay. laughs> is it? Yeah, I forgot to put that. That was also part of the text. I forgot that part. Does he also live in, like, Santa Claus, New Mexico, or wherever that city is? Yes, he lives in the city in every Christmas Hallmark movie that turns out to secretly be the North Pole. Oh, okay. Now, is the, I think you can just give it to Tim Allen, too. There you go, there. yeah. Does it have to be sent via the postal service is that part of yeah it? he found out a loophole okay is it just like asking really politely and nicely man you're good at this no it's not oh, although he would probably do that too still do that yeah okay it wouldn't hurt um what if he just like buys a shit ton of stamps and puts them on it Yes, increasing the number of stamps on the package, because you do have to use stamps on a package, uh-huh. does increase the one meter rule. Well, they're going to be like, well, if he's if he's willing to buy 16 $1 forever stamps, yeah. then maybe we should just send it. Yes, and they will be $1 forever. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so that was the answer? No. <laughs> no, that wasn't the answer. That would be insane if that was the answer and Josh just just sniped it like that. Um, Including the $1 forever flavor text. And they are and they will be Okay, yeah, yeah. Like the $20 bill or whatever. Yeah. That's what we can do with the So stand. wait, Sorry. Yeah. the package can only be how long? The package has to be... Let's say it's longest, uh, it can either be length, I don't know, it's longest dimension, can't be more than one meter. It depends on how you look at it. Um, the largest package they'll take is a one by one by one cube. (laughs) Right. That doesn't make sense. Right, so can he just buy like a one by one by one cube box and stick it in there diagonally? Oh, yes. Well, I'm trying to do math here and figure out what the distance between... Would that break the rule? Well, because I think if all sides of a cube are the same length, then from diagonal to diagonal, it would be the same, wouldn't it? No. You'd have, like, volume of a a cube. It'd be a little bit longer because remember your Pythagorean theorem, Georgia. And what's that word? What's the longest side called? The hypotenuse. Yes. Right. So if you and after this, Robert might be getting high on a little hypotenuse. <laughs> <laughs> so. We... Right. So if you have a one meter. Yeah. So if the bat is essentially the hypotenuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. Great job, Georgia. You too, Josh. I thought you didn't have to do math. I, okay. I didn't did do math. Did you do math? Georgia I, did math, yeah. yeah. I was lying through my teeth, yeah. I'm under the same math umbrella. Yeah. Great job, guys. You answered correctly. And now... Sweet. Okay, so let's let's think about this for a moment. So, different parts of a triangle. You've got hypotenuse... Well, there are three parts in particular that are very important. 
Yeah, what are those parts called? Maybe you can help us out on this one, Georgia. You seem to have all the what? answers today. The, the other parts of the triangle? Yeah, it's kind of like a... It's a little, like... The word we're looking what for you... is points, and this is Joshy's points. <laughs> Joshy's point. <laughs> yeah, can you help us out a little bit, Georgia? Uh, I mean... I think it's just, like... Sign. Sign. Cosine. No, no, no. Joshy does go on a lot of tangents. No. <laughs> Or as I like to shorten them, tans. <laughs> what are the non-straight parts of a triangle? Let's just cut to the mustard here. The non-straight parts, those are the corners. There you go! I thought... <laughs> Joshy's Corner. Alright, so... Final Joshy's Corner for the dinosaur series. Yes. Won't really have any dinosaur-related subjects, but I just wanted to yeah, once again... Uh -huh. Give a little uh, hat tip sign off uh, to the dinos. <laughs> They've been fun. Uh, They're extinct. Pouring out for my boys, the dinos. Yeah. Uh, extinct and never coming back. So We don't know that. We had an episode true. about that. that we don't know true. that. They yeah. could come back. Yeah. Uh, if, if, <laughs> if a pandemic were to wipe out all of their life, they could come back. Trees came back without a pandemic, so That's true. they might just show up. They might just day, show up Excuse me. Day. Yeah. Okay, we're back. And that would be an exhilarating well, storyline. Next thing might be like big, like, bugs. Ooh, terrible bugs. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, all bugs. We have bruisers. Most bugs are terrible. Yeah. Anyway, this week I wanted to um, do something a little bit different. Um, I already answered my voicemails. Um, Alan Rickman did call back, but that oh. wasn't really anything important. No, it wasn't? Okay. Uh, he just kind of wanted to whine about Jay Baruchel oh. some more. Okay. Um, so this week, I ha actually wanted you guys to help me, because I'm kind of trying to develop this um, TV show. Okay. It's a kid's... Uh, it's kind of in our wheelhouse, because it's a kid's educational show. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Kind of in the along the lines, in the vein of... Blue's Clues, uh -huh. uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, uh -huh. uh, Sesame Street, uh, Word Girl. Okay, um, got it. Okay. Daniel Tiger. Okay, yeah, got um, it. Paw Patrol. You're just kind of saying kids' shows. Do you guys get the picture, though? Get it. Yeah. You guys get the picture. What did you, what'd you say? Backyard Again. Backyard Again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's more of a musical show than an educational show. Okay. Why are you splitting hers now? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy really just said word girl and then decided to split hairs at Backyard Again. Okay. Well, so so the concept of my show, and I kind of wanted to get y'all's input on a few parts of this, but I also kind of just wanted to lay it out and kind of give a pitch, okay. an elevator pitch for the show. Okay. So the name of the show is Wordy's Workshop. Okay. And the main character is Wordy. He is a um, real-life uh, white man, and he is a word maker who lives in Alphabet Village. And, of course, he is also a complete moron. Oh, my gosh. A la Steve or Joe. Yeah. So he's always asking the viewer for help with stuff. Mm -hmm. So his main task in episodes and what he does, kind of 
Woody's workshop business model uh-huh. is that they build and assemble words for people. <laughs> okay. And they have a number of, he has a number of different clients that live in Alphabet Village. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of like each episode, there's like a different person who wants a word made. Oh, okay. So like I, I have like kind of a list of the different people. Uh-huh. So there's Mrs. Noun mm, okay. and she wants you to make a noun. Oh, okay. I see. So, Got it. and then, so when you, you and all the clients are real life people too okay everything else is like animated animated yeah. got it and okay. so he has to go out into alphabet village where all the letters live okay. and all the letters are animated too and he has to like find they the hop along i presume they hop along okay, they do it. hop along but before they go along with him he has to like do a little something for each of them you mm, know to get them to come with him i see okay. and so, so maybe like L is like making a stew or something. Yeah, okay. ingredients. I like it. Or maybe O is like okay. stuck on a pole or something. Do they have googly eyes? Or... They do have googly okay. eyes. Cool. And each one is kind of a different primary color uh-huh. a little bit. Okay, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Except, okay, well maybe L is like kind of purple, pinkish. O is obviously blue, Obviously right? blue, okay. yeah. Okay, just, okay, got it. Yeah, so, uh, like, another person would be a professor preposition. <laughs> okay. So he would want you to find words, What's like, the age demographic on this? Because preposition, that's kind of a middle school thing, I feel. I was thinking five it's to six. <laughs> okay. I was thinking kids aged five to six. That's a very narrow, okay. too early. Yeah. yeah. Um, you also have Verbi the dog. Oh, okay. And so he yeah. he's an interesting one because he doesn't really talk because he's a dog, and he's, yeah. he, he does stuff. Though, right? He does he stuff, but he yeah he only responds to verbs really. So oh. like fetch, okay. Verb, so hey verb, hey, hey, hey verby, fetch, hey go, hey come. So that's just like a normal dog then. Stay, I like verby, it. Stay, yeah exactly. Okay. So and then another one is anti adjective. She would obviously be played by kind of an older woman, and she's. Always uh, like calling young kids uh-huh. like, oh that's uh, you that's stupendous. Oh like, yeah. Oh that's wonderful. <laughs> I was starting to wonder what an anti adjective was. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of anti. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was gonna get, gonna kind of be the villain character. Oh, we're getting to that. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. Um, another one would be Princess Paragraph. Oh, okay. That's kind of Aww. more of an advanced topic. I'm not really sure if five or six year olds would understand paragraphs. Yeah. But it's, I think paragraphs are relatively easy to understand. All you have three to do to is keep talking. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, another one, and this is kind of a kind of a weird one. This is the adverb alien. Oh, okay. And no one really knows where the adverb alien came from or what uh-huh. their goals are. Uh huh. But like, because who knows what adverbs are. <laughs> Well, that's kind of that what the, the show. Subtext here. So, what the adverb alien does? Everybody's is kind of scared of them. They take, um, they take a word and they um, pull it up inside their spaceship. Like, um, what's mm-hmm. the word? For? Abduct it. Run. Okay. Their spaceship. Yeah. 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 And then when they send it down, it has the ly attached to the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> So, and then the villain character is uh, the evil misspell. <laughs> so she is a she is a witch, and she when whenever Wordy finally creates his word, 
an evil misspell will come in and mix uh-huh. up the ladders. Oh my gosh, wow. So you gotta rearrange the ladders again. Wow. Yeah. I'll just say, this might, this could very well possibly be the best use yet that you've put your English degree to. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like I'm I was, loving it. I feel like I was made to make this. Yeah. So the last... I have, I have a suggestion. Okay, yeah, by all means. Can you have a superhero called, like, Interjection Man? Ooh. Hey, that's not bad. Inter- He's, not you bad. know. Interrogative Man. Or, like, well, uh... you know, like, expressing... What is it? Like, um, an interjection is, like... Mm-hmm. Hey. Or, yes. Or, or, huh? Well, it's kind of like, uh, what about it? What, what if it's kind of onomatopoeia man? Because when Batman fights bad guys, well, it's I think that's pow. Well, that could be an interjection yeah, to onomatopoeia like, yeah. lad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the exclamation man, and all he does is he puts an exclamation point on the end of a word. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the last little element that I had would be um, funky fill in the complete sentences, and that is a band. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a band that kind of plays at the end of every episode. That's cool. Yeah. Like so I wonder if you guys had like any casting ideas or any other characters that could be in the show. Well, yeah. there's a little bit of a... Put your producer hats on. Yeah. Well, I'd have to take my um, my uh, paleontology hat off, take off your and I'm not helmet. ready to do that yet. Oh, okay. Well, you could like little... <laughs> or I could put it on top of that. Put your producer that. hat on top of the but helmet. But the thing is, I'm always a paleontologist first. So... <laughs> Well, yeah. Since the hat is beneath that one, well, I would have to look through everything. He's gonna cast dinosaurs. As a producer, yes, but as a paleontologist, first through that. Well, so. I if you're if all you can if the best you can do is a producer who is primarily a paleontologist, I will accept that. Uh huh. Okay. So if you're looking through a paleontology so. lens first, and then through a producing lens, mm-hmm. that is okay. So what was the main guy's name? Name, main guy's name is Wordy, and it's his workshop. Right. Wordy is going to now be the main dinosaur, and he's going to be played by a Dilophosaurus. Okay, okay. Kind of just jumped out to me. Now, is he going to have the Jurassic Park canon ability of uh, spitting acid? Yes, that will be an essential part <laughs> of his character. Okay. Now. So maybe he can spit acid the at a- the, spell. Yeah, the adverb alien will be, of course the giant meteor that killed the dinosaurs okay because he's from you know out of this world that's kind of the only way (laughs) that's kind of the only avenue i could go down as i said i like that i'm a paleontologist first so i like that but i kind of want to hear a more conventional take also so georgia maybe do you have anything yeah, I think if you could get just kind of kind of like some A-list people in there, or have some like guest stars, like you know maybe you know I'm just naming some names here, maybe like Marissa Tomei, you know. Ooh, and, like, she would good. She would be a good anti-adjective. You know, Rashida Jones, maybe. Yeah. She yeah. Do, she's a nice villain, really. You know, uh, maybe see if, if Thomas Middleditch is available. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, just throwing some big names. Like, yeah, Thomas these are good. Be, yeah. Thomas Middleditch would be a great professor preposition. Well, the thing is, I think the big names would be guest stars, right? Nobody... Well, every episode needs to have a guest star. Unless you can yeah. get Alec, you know. He, Who? You know, maybe he can stick around. Alec, 
I like Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Or any of the Baldwin. That might be it. That's true. That's good. That's now, I think you are kind of, you kind of have all the necessary literary devices. I guess you can't really call them that. What would well, you call them? Well, uh, conjunction. Conjunctions is another big one. That's an, that's a big blind spot for the show. Another big one is, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm pitching, um, the Oxford comma Ovo Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> so he would work with Mr. Paragraph or whatever is, and okay, kind Princess of put in, okay. put in commas when necessary. Okay. Okay. I like that. Cause I you have to have, like King conjunction. That's King good. Conjunction. Yes. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Although they start with two different letters. So that might be a little confusing for children hmm. who are learning how to spell. It would have to be like, I don't know. Let's just go with King. That's good. Yeah, that's a placeholder. <laughs> yeah. So what would he so do? If, if he would always say and. <laughs> and did you know that it is actually grammatically correct to start a sentence with a conjunction? Oh, thank God! And you can just keep doing it. And oh do it my again. gosh. Like you're doing what is that, that a little yep. English humor? Okay. Do you think like professor preposition just keep is so annoyed with dangling prepositions? Oh, obviously. That's yeah. like what he got his degree in. Which I just didn't write that. I think I just dangled the preposition just right in front. What's yep, that dangling? You actually did. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about, and it drives me insane. But <laughs> so yeah, that's Wordy's workshop. Um, I wanna I wanna try to pitch it to um, uh, HGTV Kids. <laughs> yeah. um, what was the other network that Property Babies was on? Uh, Cubo. Cubo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they'll pick up anything. Yeah, they will, honestly yeah. will. Yeah, they're starved for content right now. Yes. <clears throat> and we've kind of. We've kind of, well, we do several uh, advertisements kind of aimed at that sh the show's demographic. Anyway. Right. So this might also be a good fit for the podcast where we could advertise for this show as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. I mean, this... that wouldn't be conflict of interest. It would just be... No. Like, it would just be making ourselves money. Your media empire. Yeah. Yeah, see, Jordan, there's a difference between making yourself money and, and having a company. <laughs> <laughs> there is some overlap, but yeah. it's yeah. kind of a squares and rectangles yeah, situation. You know, cross promotion. Yes. Yeah. All not all conflict of interest is making yourself money. Yes. However, all making yourself money is a conflict no, of no, interest. No, 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 I think <laughs> no, I'm interested in it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> there's no conflict. I'm interested. <laughs> Well, I think it's about time for the ritual of choosing a new topic Ooh. for the next few episodes. We have another unit of learning. Before we get to Content Academy Schools Out, which will be all through July and partially August. So, Josh, will you hand me the hat of... Uh, Little pieces of paper folded in half that have all the possible topics. Uh, it's actually 
it is actually in my pith helmet, so let me just take this off. <laughs> now and don't now don't let them all spill out. Yeah, I'm kind of I have to lean over. Yeah, and then uh-huh. take it off very gently. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they're all in there. Okay, here you go. All right, let's see. Let's see here. Shuffle them up a little bit. Pick a good one. Let's see. All right. I like how this one feels. Let's see. Let's see what it is. No, I don't like that one. That one just said apples. Yeah, that there's not really a lot we could we could do with that I one. I mean, Granny Smith, Pink Lady, Washington, <laughs> Macintosh. Pretty much something. It'd be that great for our consumer electronics news section. That's true. But other than that, let's see here. <laughs> let's. What's this one? Okay, Lost Civilizations. That's a good one. That is a pretty good one. Let's I'll put a pin it. in that. Okay. I want to draw a couple more here. Oh, okay. Why don't, here, I'll give you okay. the helmet. Yeah, let okay. Me, let me draw a couple more. All right. This one just says Bigfoot again. <laughs> yes. Because when we wrote all these, just for fun, I put again on that. Bigfoot was never a topic. We did talk about him. We touched a, on him briefly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I thought these were like you like listener suggestions. No, no, um, no, no. You we you don't remember? These? No, we wrote all these before we started the oh, show. I must have been in a fugue state. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, doing I mean, listeners work. don't really suggest this stuff. Yeah, we do have complete creative control. <laughs> <laughs> well, our past selves have creative control. Yeah, yeah, because they wrote. We wrote all the things. That is true. Your past self has a lot of control over your life. That's true. That's very deep. true. That's deep. My past yeah. self sucks. Man. I hate that My guy. future self, though, he's going to be really he's cool. Got, he's going to get it put together. Yeah. Um, this next, Eventually. This next suggestion is um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. Children's card game. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think you mean Duel Mom. <laughs> oh yeah okay all right that one obviously we can't do because of conflicts of interest is it conflicts of interest or is it making ourselves money <laughs> which one is it or is it both? well it's both obviously one of our major investors is kaiba corp <laughs> <laughs> yeah what okay. are you gonna tell like the rest of us yeah they don't run ads though. That's the thing. That's true. They're so a silent we partner. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe it you see it bad. on the bottom of the web page. Whatever than that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'd be best if we just did ancient civilizations. Yeah, I think that's good. That would be cool. We can kind of use the extinction of the dinosaurs as a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Georgia? No, I dig it. I think there's a lot to cover there. You've got Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably Mesothelioma. Tenochtitlan. Yeah. I don't know if I said that. Right. Vilcabamba. Vilcabamba. El Dorado. El Dorado. I'm sure, I'm sure after we do some digging, I'll find some other ones. Yeah. We could probably also talk about, um, shoot, is that one that got buried by the volcano? Pompeii. Oh, yeah. Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah. You know, like the, like the song. Yeah. All right. Well, it seems right up our alley. Well... Perfect. Hey, I thought the volcano is erupting. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's about it for this week. Thanks for listening to this jam-packed episode. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're at at about an hour and a half right now, so this is going to be one of the longest ones. Uh, Thank you, Josh. Safe guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if you're... Yeah, if you just now heard that, (laughs) (laughs) save it for a trip. (laughs) 
Pause it right now. Pause it right now. We're gonna do we're gonna do another hour and a half <laughs> to save the rest of your road trip. No, pause Alex, it right just, now. Just editing and put this bit in the okay. beginning. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Another episode. Bye. See you later. Bye.